things. There's fo uh, Foxfire or Will of the Wisps uh, fiery orbs that appear. So we get those with the Mayavun and with a bunch of other uh, yokai. Uh, I'm pulling some of those up here as we talk. Looking at it, it seems to always approach from the southeast, since um, it at first it, it appears with uh, phantom sounds, uh, like dozens of like dozens of people talking or something. Then the orbs of fire appear on the surface and drift about. Then the foul wind comes from the northwest and it approaches from the southeast, sailing against the wind. Yes. Which, if you know anything about sailing, is not something that's very easily done, if if possible at all. Yeah, it makes sense. Things would come from the southeast. There's more coastline over there. Uh, that's not that doesn't have, you know, the main continent of Asia just right next to it. Right. Yeah. It's so the southeast uh, for uh, Japan is. Uh, open ocean. So some of these other fireballs uh, that are seen are the Tengu B or the Tengu Fire. Uh, these are often seen along rivers. The Chochin B or Lantern Fire. Uh, these are often seen out in the farmlands. They're little balls of fire along the rice paddies. Uh, these are probably most closely related to Will-o'-the-Wisps. And then there's the Minobi, or the raincoat fire, and that's fire that erupts on the straw raincoats. Uh, but we can go into more detail on those if we randomly pull them up. Just kind of interesting, these balls of fire all seem associated with water. So we've got, with the Minobi, it's the rain, the... Chochinbi is the rice more in the rice paddies, which, uh, if you're familiar with rice paddies, are flooded a lot of the time, part of the time. Uh, and then the Tengubi are on rivers. Uh, whereas the Mayo Mayoi Bune. The fires are out in the open ocean with as spirits. Uh, I was, you know, one thing with ghost ships a lot of people think about is the Bermuda Triangle, right? And a lot of those ghost ships out there, probably one of the most famous being the Marie Celeste, which. It mostly got its fame thanks to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's story. Um, and the stories can be highly exaggerated with these ghost ships. Um, with this one, oh, I don't know if there's a evil triangle in the uh, over by Japan. Well, then again, 
uh, like I said, to the southeast is Ooh, the Devil's oh, Sea, the Devil's Triangle. Yeah, like I said to the southeast of uh, Japan is open ocean, and um, they didn't really have a lot of incentive to explore out that way, and so they so I don't think that they built uh, ships that could endure something over there because they didn't see too much point in it. No, not a whole lot. But there is an archipelago that kind of, um, but probably mostly volcano that stretches from the uh, Jamazaki down through the Ogasawara Islands, you know, through Guam. Uh, then there's what's known as the Devil's Triangle. It's also called the Dragon's Triangle or the Formosa Triangle. Uh, and that is a large area to the southeast of Japan that has a lot of paranormal happenings. The Tomb Raider had the 2013 video game took place in this area. Um, You know, not a lot of information on the wiki page here about it. I'm just doing a quick scan. But even in 1955, there was the Shinyomaru number 10. It's a Japanese ship that lost contact and was found later that was drifting in that area. Uh, so, you know, apparently there is some activity in this area. Yes, it seems a lot of legends, there's a, a grain of truth in within them. You just don't know which grain is true. With that whole archipelago, you almost wonder how much piracy activity was going in that area. I bet that might have contributed to the legend as well, yes. Yeah. And the northwesterly wind, it's called a, a tamakaze, um, which normally only blows over in um, winter. Um, it seems to be very strong and um, dangerous for fishermen because of the strength and the uh, heavy rains it brings. Uh, so that's probably why it's got the uh, reputation of uh, carrying the souls of the dead. The one of the sea never made it to the world of the dead. I mean, the undertaker in uh, Japanese folklore does ride on a paddle. Yeah. So we've got water connected there again. Yeah. Well, it kind of fits because Japan is a rather large island. Water would be a, a important um, resource to them. Figuring a lot of their mythology and yokai and such.
Well, um, you know, this one, we don't seem to have a whole lot we can talk, uh, as much as we can talk about. I mean, obviously there's no connection to random Pokemon, because uh, no. it's talking about a ghost ship. It's talking uh, about a ghost ship, yes. There are so many interesting ghost ship stories, though, all around. Right. You can find some very woo-woo stories out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, about ghost ships. Um, there are novels all over the place about ghost ships. Even in uh, modern filmmaking, there, there are uh, ghost ships. Yeah. And preferring the Pirates of the Caribbean series, the Black Pearl. True, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you want to learn more about different ships, you know, you, there, there's plenty out there. I, uh, but I absolutely love this picture that Matthew oh, Mayer did. I'm, I'm looking picture, at the yes. blown up image of it. it. It is fantastic. Oh yeah. So, uh, I highly recommend going to yokai.com and checking it out. Um, it's a fantastic picture. It is. And as I said, we'll have the link to the yokai in the description when we uh, publish this episode. Well, I think that fills out this page of Akira's Compendium of Spirits. I think so. I think the major takeaway for this is that the sea is big and mysterious, and there's a lot of stories about that, and a lot of them seem to be similar, like ghost ships, ghost pirates, and weird things under the waves. Yeah. So... And anyway, thank you for joining us on this trip down this rabbit hole. Have a good night.